Ladies and gentlemen, Rashawn Gary. I want to thank the organization, Green Bay Packers, for giving me an opportunity to represent our organization to the best I can. The Packers fans up front, we not done yet, so I'm letting y'all know we getting one. So with that being said, with the second second pick of the 2021 NFL Draft, Green Bay Packers select Josh Myers, center, Ohio State. Go Blue Dog. Welcome back to House of Hail. Woo! It's been a couple weeks. I'm Charlie Prue. This is episode number four of season two. Couple weeks. Yeah, I know. It's okay though. Nothing's popping right now. I mean, I'm putting it on the Facebook page if it is popping. Hope you're paying attention. Um, how's everyone doing? COVID going good for you? Everybody getting vaccinated? Need to get back to the big house. We can do it together. Let's do it. So, listen, I skipped last week's podcast. That's okay. It's the off season. And honestly, Michigan's being super secretive. I don't know why they're being super secretive about what they're doing. It's kind of a hardball thing. I mean, I don't know. Michigan's done this, but not this secretive. Um... But I know you've been keeping up on the House of Hail Facebook and Instagram page. Maybe the Facebook page a little more. And um, thank you guys for all the messages uh, requesting free swag bags. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. And one more thing. Thank you for listening to House of Hail on Apple, Google, Spotify, iTunes, Anchor. I know there's more. And don't forget to spread the word about House of Hail. And leave a review and a rating of House of Hail, please. And I will thank you in advance. All right. Well, we actually do have a few things to go over. So, you know, having missed a week, let's get into it. That was the shortest intro ever. <laughs> First... You heard Rashawn Gary just at the opening of House of the podcast at the draft. That was cool. <laughs> I love how he snuck that in. That was awesome. But um, let's go further than that. All right. Let's talk about how the Wolverines fared in the NFL draft. Michigan had eight players selected in the draft. The second most in the Big Ten behind um, you-know-who. Here we go! So we got, and we had undrafteds uh, free agents go to, um, which I'll get into a couple. Uh, here we go. First round, uh, number 21 pick, Quiddy Pay. You knew it. You Everybody knew it. He went to the Colts. Congratulations, Quiddy did you guys see Quiddy's interview? I believe I posted it on uh, the Facebook page. Um, he was standing next to his mom with his arm around her, which was awesome. 
He had a giant smile on his face. Um, Maria Taylor asked Quiddy, what does this mean for your family, you being selected in the first round and going to the NFL? And Quiddy, like, matter-of-factly said, my mom is retired. She's done working. That was so sweet. And, I mean, his whole family cheered behind him. His mom was emotional. That was... And the smile that he had on his face was... Ah, it just told you everything you need to know about that man right then. Um, And look, guys, I'm... <laughs> hey, I'm self-admittedly a big, tough guy. I mean, I'm a big, tough guy. And... That made me almost want to cry. But I'm good. I'm good. I held back. <laughs> it just, that was so emotional. That was great. What a, you really pull for student athletes like that or human beings like that in general that just know without being told what to do, that's the right thing to do. And we just need more common sense. Just, just do the right thing. If you think it's the right thing, if you would like that done, you do it. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Wolverine selected to go. Third round. <sighs> Number 68 pick, Jalen Mayfield. He went to the Falcons. Um, I thought two and three would be reversed. In the order they'd be selected, Jalen in coming up number three Wolverine selected. We have third round number 89 overall pick, Nico Collins. Um, he's going to the Texans. Uh, it surprised me. Now, I thought Nico would go early second round, but I definitely saw him going before Jalen Mayfield. No offense to Jalen. Um, I just did. Wide receivers are needed. I thought, I just thought he would go early second round. That's what I kept telling people. So I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> um, I guess my only explanation on him going so late, late according to me, would be there's just not enough tape on him. I mean, he, there's just not enough tape on the guy. He should have probably stayed another year. He's good, though. He went third round. That's great. I mean, he'll, he'll be fine. He's talented. Number four, we have third round number 102 pick, Ambry Thomas to San Francisco. And, guys, I think this is a home run. I think this is a match made in heaven for Ambry. I think that San Fran is right exactly where he belongs. I don't think any he would have been a better fit on any team in the NFL. Good luck, Ambry. I, we needed you another year, but that's cool. We get it. It's fine. Bye. And <laughs> number five Wolverine selected. We have fifth round number 102 pick Cam McGrone to New England. That's a great pick for New England and a great round. I thought Cam might go a little sooner, too. I'm not saying third round or anything, but maybe third round. I like Cam. Awesome. I, I really like Cam. I'm going to miss him big time here. 
We all will. You'll see. And <laughs> that it's a, that's awesome for him. He'll be with Chase, and um, that'll be good. They're they're really getting a little Wolverine team going in New England, aren't they, guys? But uh, number six, let's move on. Number six, Wolverine selected fifth round, number one eighty four pick, Big Bitch Mason, selected by Baltimore. And it's pretty obvious all the Harbaugh's favor this type of player. Uh, John Harbaugh went on to say that uh, Big Bench Mason, I'll never stop saying his name that way, by the way, uh, is Jack Harbaugh's favorite player. Interesting. That's And they love that. Fullback, big guy, yep, just wants to lower his head and get up in there. They, that's the type of player the Harbaugh's favor. Number seven selected. Uh, sixth round, number 202, Chris Evans going to the Bengals. He'll be used as some extra pass protection for Joe Burrows because they have none. They have none in Cincinnati. So, And Chris Evans isn't bad on the pass protection. He's a good back to leave behind and uh, help the quarterback out. And he can bust out some plays. So good for them. Uh, number eight and last, but not least, Wolverine selected. Kind of least, I don't know. No, not least. Six round, surprise pick, number 225 specialty player, Cameron Cheeseman, long snapper to Washington. Surprising. Because <laughs> you got, it's, I did not figure that. I mean, we have undrafted free agents that, I mean, Quinn Nordeen, I really kind of figured he'd go, but, you know, you kind of got to think some of our players' stock probably drop because of the lack of our schedule or the turnout of our schedule <laughs> or, some of, or some of the players even opting out for the season and focusing on the draft. I don't know if that was a good thing because – they could have done big things and moved their stock. Like Nico Collins is one specifically, I can say he would have moved his stock up. Definitely. But um, as far as the undrafted free agents go, um, hold on. I got to get this. Nick Eubanks, okay. Are you surprised he didn't get drafted? I'm not. He should have stayed another se another season at Michigan and tried to get better. Emphasis on tried. Because Eubanks should have been a way better tight end than he was. Mr. No Catch Eubanks has had 36 points in four years. Four years, guys. 36 points. I didn't even bother to look them up, but I can guarantee you they're bullshit points. And he probably went way too hype after he got the points. I can guarantee you that, too. Um, he has managed to not catch every meaningful pass thrown to him. He sucks at 50-50 balls. I, you know, I, oh, well, he... He's gone now. Good luck to him. He went to um, Dallas. But I will say, the to I'm picking on him 
specifically. But I will say all tight end play under Harbaugh has been disappointing. Honestly, besides when he first got here, and that wasn't his recruit. So that was his coach coaching that recruit, but that wasn't his recruit. You know, good luck. He went to uh, Dallas, by the way. Uh, perfect spot. I could see him going. He's a huge guy, and Dallas is all about length for some reason this season. They're all they'll draft anybody with ape arms. Um, another one's Quinn Nordine, as I said earlier. He went undrafted to New England. Like I said, they're getting a little Wolverine team going. <laughs> he was just way too inconsistent. He argued with the coaches. He got way too frustrated on the sidelines understandably because he had a rough season and he really had I'm gonna say this maybe besides his first year he had a rough go at Michigan just as a whole I mean he his seasons never went how um he expected them to go um uh, Carlo Kemp undrafted to Green Bay and undrafted just we they took cheeseman no offense cheeseman no offense <laughs> they took cheeseman ahead of all those players like i don't know oh by the way does anyone know because i know he came back for the pro day because they didn't have michigan didn't have a quarterback to throw to run through plays can you believe that they didn't have a quarterback to run through plays so Guess who came back? I already said this in another one. Shea Patterson. Does anybody know if he got... Did he get invited anywhere to try out undrafted? I don't know. <laughs> Good luck to him, though. I mean, he keeps trying. I hear he keeps trying, so... He's young. Um. All right, let's... <laughs> sorry, guys. Let's bag on another team for a minute. <laughs> this will be more fun. <laughs> Here's a fun fact for you. The last time Michigan State didn't have a player drafted was 1940. They were number three in that stat, behind only Michigan and USC. Until now, <laughs> MSU had no one drafted this year, and that breaks an uh, 81-year streak. They really had their hopes on uh, Shakur Brown their cornerback and he did show signs of he was I I mean he's plays for MSU so I'm gonna say he was I sometimes but um they say that his numbers on pro day were just so bad and I mean this is kind of weird they put it like this he has a lack of height which means he's short for a corner I don't know why they just don't say it like that. Um, now, with that said, though, the Steelers took a chance with him as an undrafted free agent, so he did get to go, and we'll see what he does. Steelers, short corner, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but you guys want to hear the hype around this story? <laughs> okay, here it is. Michigan had an assistant to an assistant coach. I had his name here. I can't find it now. Uh, he put out a tweet. 
And I got to pause this right here. Everyone in a college program should stay off social media. Bo would 100% agree with me. He'd be rolling over right now knowing this information. Stay off social media. Now back to our story. (laughs) Assistant to assistant put out a tweet, and it was about how no players were selected in the draft for MSU. The tweet wasn't really that bad. He screenshot the original post that said, and all the post said was, MSU goes without drafted player for first time in 80 years. And it wasn't a Michigan post. It was just a post like from ESPN. So he retweeted it. And he put a little caption above the tweet. But all he put down... Listen to me defending. (laughs) All he wrote down was, but he wrote down, I quote, hate to see it, go blue. I mean, not super bad, but nonetheless, this will be bulletin board material for them. And remember they beat us last year when they had no right to. How about everybody just shut your phones off and play and coach football? There's no need for this. If the head coaches want to, if they're obligated to contribute to social media by their contract, fine. But there's no way the players can be. Don't be involved. Oh, don't. Every old school coach would tell you, shut up. Shut your phones off. Play and coach. <sighs> um, it's like, how'd they ever play football in seasons past without being on social media? Leave your fight on the goddamn field. And about on the field, let's face it, our O-line, yikes. That's definitely our Achilles heel of this whole team. So how do you think our O-line looks so far this year? I've put some stuff up on it on Facebook. Harbaugh has said that three, this, I'm super shocked of this. I, it's kind of scaring me. He says that three of five O-linemen are cemented in their positions. Number one is fifth year Andrew Stuber, right tackle. Number two is junior Ryan Hayes, uh, left tackle. Um, I think he's a ro- he might be a rotating tackle, but I think he's a left tackle. Um, number three, sophomore Zach Zinner, guard. But Zach Zinner, he can rotate into the center position also. I think they'd rather have him at guard, but I'm just I think he could do he's done center also. And this is what's killing me. I'm so surprised that Harbaugh went um and like, he won't name Vistardis as our center. He started four games last year. And Chuck Filiaga, he started all the games at left guard. I Why? They have game experience. Harbaugh said all the remaining positions on the O-line will be challenged for through the fall. So, till, like, game time? <laughs> what? How you're so is he 
Are we to believe <laughs> that starters from last season aren't good enough for this season? And I'm good with that. I'm really good with that as long as the new starters are better. Because my personal take on this is Harbaugh could name all the starters on the O-line right now. Boom. Right now. Unless you really believe that true freshmen and what uh, a couple of sophomores that have no game experience whatsoever would be a better option than two people that have started before. Hmm. If you, if he truly believes that, and everybody truly believes that, and the proof is in the pudding, then I'm all for that. We should definitely go that route and not name those last two starters who have starting experience. I, what a blow to their egos and confidence. You, you got a locker room full of alpha males. You're stifling two alpha males that have started for the Michigan football program. I don't know if that's motivation. Hopefully. I mean, look at the center position. Specifically, in my opinion, you have to button down the center position. The center calls out defenses. He calls out individual players. The center can change the play. The center has to be on his guard um, at all times. That's, that's his whole game is to be on guard. By, and we don't have a center named, and we have a center with experience. You have to go with that guy, I, unless he's just getting blown the F out in practices, which we wouldn't know because they don't give anything up and nothing's televised. So, boom, we have all, the, all that going for us to speculate and spread rumors. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What are we doing? Um, it, you know, guys, in the long run, I do think Vistardis will be named center, starting center. With, I, I'm not going to be surprised to see rotation from Zinner in there, from Zach Zinner in there either. Um, because if we don't have a strong O-line, forget everything. Just forget it. Forget it. <laughs> and by the way, Alan Bowman, transfer quarterback from Texas Tech, still not here. There you go. Um, I'm hearing June. That's what I've heard all along is June. He will he refuses to do an interview. He said no. He's apologized and said he's sorry. He's not giving any interviews about transferring to Michigan until it's till he's there. So, okay. No interviews. <laughs> um Who do you guys think will take over for our workhorse at tight end? Um, 
because honestly, we haven't had one. Our last one's Nick Eubanks, good riddance. Um, sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I don't, You know, I don't like to bag on players, but he's gone now, and he he wasn't that great. I gave you stats and go from there. <laughs> Make up your own mind. Uh, don't forget, though, Jay Harbaugh is our new tight end coach again, <laughs> which is I think is awesome. Because the last time Jay was our tight end coach, Jake Butt became Michigan's all-time leader in receptions and yards for tight ends. So that's something to be excited about. Um, well, we have one tight end that's been here for a minute, Eric All. Uh, I, I know they expect big things from him. Coaches are high on Eric, but... His freshman year, he had 10 yards on one reception. You say, come on, Charlie, he's a freshman. Okay, you're right, he's a freshman. So what did he do his sophomore year? Shortened season, last season. Get it, it's a COVID season, I get it. Sophomore year, he he did better. 12 receptions for 82 yards. You you think that's good off of our, you're going to give him a pass for last season? Okay. Okay, here's another stat. He has never scored a Michigan touchdown. Never. Going into his third season. Never scored one Michigan touchdown. And you can pass last season all you want. I mean, it's still his third season. Any way you slice it. And here's another stat for him. (laughs) I'm sorry, Eric All. (laughs) Um, He had four drops in five games. So... Hopefully, Jay Harbaugh can get the position under control again because we need a consistently good tight end. Eric All can be that person. I think Jay Harbaugh being the tight ends coach will make a huge difference. I I really do. I really do. Because um, I have no idea what's been going on at that position for the last few years. It's non-existent to say the least. <laughs> um there's just so much. Ah, there's just so much on the team to button up and figure out for a mostly brand new coaching staff. This is going to be difficult. This season will be difficult. They're not showing us a damn thing, especially now with Mo Lindquist uh bye-bye being hired away as the new head coach for the Buffalo Bills. They hired him away before he even coached a game at Michigan as co-defensive coordinator. So do we hire a new co-defensive coordinator? And not even that. He did some heavy he did some heavy duty recruiting for us. That's the part Harbaugh hires a lot of coaches for their recruiting also. He did some heavy duty recruiting for us. It just sucks that now we start over again. Like, we had it figured out for the season. We went through the whole spring. But who in the hell would turn down a head coaching job in the NFL? I mean, nobody. So now, Michigan is accepting applications for that position. <laughs> Tell everyone you know to apply. I have no idea what they're going to do. They're not reporting a thing. Um trying to think i heard one name tossed out and i 
I'm not even going to say it because I'll get it wrong, and I can't fully remember it, to be honest with you. I, yeah, I don't know. And, guys, once I get notified about tickets at the big house, we'll talk full schedule. Because I, I don't, remember last, last season I did like three revised podcasts about schedule. It was ridiculous, and I'm sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> but, uh. I mean, let's t- we got to touch on it because we're all itching, right? We're going to get back to this football. We are getting on it. <sighs> but l- let's touch on the first game a little. I, I just want to give you guys a little heads up, a little little bit of stats on what to expect from Western Michigan uh, when they come into the big house for the first game of the 2021 season. So here's some quick stats on Western last year. They average 42 points a game, yikes, and they average 480 yards of offense a game. Hmm. Their quarterback, Caleb Ellerby, finished third in the NCAA in efficiency behind Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. Mac Jones, of course, Alabama, Zach Wilson, BYU. Good company. Western has a great team. They really have a great team. But you know what? I will definitely pick this game apart another time. That's a little teaser. That's what we're up against the first game. You don't want tickets to that game? Get tickets to that game. We're going to tailgate. Get them. Um, I will definitely pick this game apart. I cannot wait to go over the schedule with you guys. I love going over the schedule with you guys, but it's got to be right. It's got to be right. Um, we're almost there. I think. I think I will. I might not do a podcast next week, but uh, maybe the week after it will be about schedule time for House of Hale. So stay tuned. Can't leave comments on House of Hale on any post um, or make your own about any comments about this upcoming season, our schedule, because I'll, I'll go over all that stuff and I will include it. You can private message me your comments too about how you feel certain games are going to go because I'll take that into account. You might change my mind. You might make me look into a stat harder and be like, ew, they're right. But um, let's have some fun with that this season, guys, on the House of Hale Facebook page. Really, let's get it going. Let's, um, let's turn that page into something special, share it around, and we'll get it moving. Get it moving. You know what else is moving, guys? Let's talk about some Michigan basketball before we close out. Aye, we all knew it was coming. Franz Wagner is leaving for the NBA. Ah, And he left a very sincere letter to the fan base at Michigan. Read it. It's, it's going to make you cry. <laughs> Good luck to him in the NBA. And, you know, the last bit and most exciting news of NBA, Michigan basketball news. Mr. Duncan Robinson is about to get paid. Reports are saying um, he's due to make over $80 million plus 
on his next contract. And hell yeah, the most underrated player in the NBA came out of Michigan unfrickin' drafted. Nobody wanted him to an $80 million plus contract. And he's the fastest player. He set the record. The fastest player to reach 500 three-pointers. Yeah, he deserves it. Undrafted to $80 million plus. Go blue, Duncan. Go blue! Get paid! Yes! (laughs) And guys, don't forget... um, it's, I posted it on the House Hale Facebook page for you. Uh, June 5th at Pro Sports Zone. Uh, Mario Manningham, Adrian Arrington, and Fitzgerald Toussaint will be doing a signing at my buddy John Yu's shop at the Laurel Park Place Mall. Uh, all the info is on Pro Sports Zone Facebook page and the House of Hale Facebook page. And... You say you can't make it if you or you don't want to stand in line. The lines get long. I'm going to tell you now. Um, call John at Pro Sports Zone. Call him up. Tell him uh, you heard it on House of Hill podcast and you want to uh, get something signed. He'll he has all the memorabilia there: uh, little brown jugs, mini helmets, full helmets, jerseys. Name it, he's got it. I mean, pictures. He'll get them signed any way you want, inscribed any way you want, and he'll mail them out to you. If you can't make it, do it. It's a great option. I've done it before. When I've been up north, um, haven't been able to make the signings, I give him a call. Sets it right up for me. It's been great. Um, Speaking of the Facebook page again, guys, Show off your collection. I love seeing some of your guys' collection. All of your guys' collections. They're great. Show them off proudly. I mean, everybody's I mean, everybody's cave or collection. It's all a pro- in progress. Let's do it. Um, ask questions on the House Hale Facebook page also. Like, you want to trade, buy, or sell uh, Michigan memorabilia? You, are you looking for something you just can't find? A certain autograph, a certain item? Put it out on the House Hale Facebook page. Let's make it like that. Um, and thank you all for checking the Facebook page f- for everything I post. I, I super appreciate it. It makes it all worth it. Um, and I hope you guys are referring your friends to it. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just being pushy. <laughs> and you don't forget to message me for your free swag bags. Even if you want like, oh, my friend would like that. Tell him or her to message me. I'll send it to them. Or if they're really shy, like you could just message me. I'll send it to you and you can give it to them. Boom. Um, guys, also... Um, I'll just put this out there. I have a very limited amount of House of Hale t-shirts. I have... I I hate to say it, guys. I really... I think I only have one size, and it's extra large. They're pretty cool shirts, but yeah. All I have is extra large. But if you want one, 
message me on Facebook. I'll send you one. No problem. Just rate and review the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I'll send you out an extra large House of Hail t-shirt. I'm, ho- I, I'm hoping to get some more. Um, it was kind of like a trial thing, and I I wanted to see the fit. And I'm glad I only got a couple sizes because the, the fit is weird. So it's like a slim fit t-shirt, but an extra large is pretty big. So if you want one, they're there. And... Guys, before we go, I got to say it. Remember to rate, review, and like the House of Hail podcast on your favorite listening platform. Let's spread the good word of the House of Hail podcast. And, oh my gosh, this can't go said enough. It's Mother's Day! Every day should be Mother's Day. Love to all the moms. (laughs) thank you all so much for listening and participating it means so much to me and house of hail i hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you again for listening to house of hail where those who stay will be champions go blue